Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Snoop Dogg, rapper, genius, chef, football coach? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. That's the whitest thing I've ever done. Yeah. That was, that was no, amazing. I think when he, when he did this, that when was I sneezed, more... When I sneezed, Dab... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, wait, wait for it. When the pimps in the crib, drop it like it's hot. Alright, we gotta start the show at some point. Ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing, of course, Drop It Like It's Hot by the Snoop Dogg, because today we are talking about the Snoop Dogg because he has a brand new show on Netflix called Coach Snoop that we'll be talking about today here on TV Pilot Reviews, which is of course a weekly show where I and three of my closest friends review <laughs> New pilots on television. And to be clear, this is not an after show. This is a pilot review show. Um, so we cover new shows every week. And this week we're talking about Netflix's brand new docuseries, Coach Snoop, which we'll get into in just a minute. Before we do that, my name is Jeff Graham. I'm on the internets everywhere at Jeffrey C. Graham, unless it's Instagram, where you can find me at Jeffrey Crane Graham. It's a little different. And I have, as I mentioned, three, actually, nay, four geniuses, one being in the booth with me. Nice. So, Linda, take it away. Hi, guys. Linda Antwi. I cannot wait to talk about this show. You can find me all across social media at Linda So Girly. Hey guys, you can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram, and I am in the live chat this evening, so if you have thoughts, opinions, please comment. And I'm D'Angelo, you guys can hit me up on Twitter at TV or on Instagram at D'Angelo. Uh, okay, Bree, and how about you? We have a producer. Hey guys, I'm Brianna Phipps, you guys can find me at bphipps14 on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk about this show, guys. Coach Snoop, it came out on Netflix on Friday. It is an eight-episode docuseries about his youth football league, and I'm interested to hear everyone's thoughts. D'Angelo, let's start with you. Sure. Let's start with me. Um, I liked it. <clears throat> didn't know what to expect. I actually didn't know about it. Um, the last time I watched Snoop, like, reality-type show, it was like his kids were pretty young, oh, and it was yeah. like a two-season thing. It was actually pretty interesting. With his son, right? With his son, yeah. Was yes. that VH1? I, I no, think it was, was ESPN. Like, was ESPN? Oh, okay. That I'm just guessing. That, that makes ESPN. sense to why I watched yeah. it then. Um, yeah. But this was before, like, they were, like, kind of growing up. So I had an insight into his personality. So okay. um, it was cool to kind of see where he was now. Uh, football was a big thing then. It still is now. Um, and kind of giving lens to who he is outside of, you know, as a rapper um, and all the other things he does. So it just brings another layer to him, which was cool. Yeah, I'm a big Snoop Dogg fan, so I appreciated the different layer of seeing him and him explaining that, you know, he doesn't smoke weed or drink. This is like, this is a different side of him. It's not Snoop Dogg. Uh, but I mean, honestly, I, pro I didn't know what it was about. I, when I saw Snoop, I was like, okay, Snoop Dogg probably involved. Um, but, I liked it. I honestly feel like I might like it more after chatting with you guys about it. It mm -hmm. happens sometimes with shows, but mm -hmm. I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, I thought that it was 
a really important show to do. Yeah. And uh, when I first when I first said, oh, what, what's Coach Snoop? I was like, that can't be Snoop Dogg, but really it was. So I was pleasantly surprised that not only is this like the perfect time in America to do a show like this, that you're tackling these issues. So, tackling? Yeah. But I'm but I'm very bummed. good. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, Brianna yeah. Phipps, I know you watched it because we watched it together. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like necessarily a super me show, but I thought that there was good aspects to it. I love seeing the different sides of Snoop because um, I feel like I learn a little bit more about him all the time, like from him being uh, alive. Cameron Diaz's <laughs> alive. Cameron Diaz is like drug dealer to being on Martha and Snoop. I think that he's like just one of those people that will kind of go anywhere and try anything which I love yeah. um, and I think that it's really smart of them to have it on Netflix so it's like more of a bingeable thing because it was very documentary and it's something I would want to watch continuously like I kind of like hated that we just had to stop because it's not something I would go back to week to week and watch one episode yeah. of correct yeah um this show was so much better than it could have been. Um, were you guys weirded out when I chose this episode yes. for our week? A little yes. bit. I was like, Ugh. I was like, yeah. Coach Snoop. Really? I was between this and Altered Carbon, and I just heard the name of Altered Carbon. I've heard it's good, but I was just like, we've already done the serious Netflix drama. I was like, we haven't done a docu-series yet. Let's go for it. Yeah. I also really like Snoop. I just think he's an incredibly interesting and very intelligent entertainer. Hmm. I think he's managed to like insert himself into different corners of pop culture that very few people are able to access. Yes. And he has such longevity. Like think yeah. about how long he's been in the the public eye and doing so many different things. He's like everywhere. He's everywhere. And he, and he keeps himself relevant. I thought which he talks about like, in this episode yeah. too. Yeah. I feel like now he's probably even less for a certain generation will be less known as a rapper. Yeah. And right. known for his his celebrity. Like a personality. Yeah. 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 I loved this show. I gotta say, I am a hard play. I'm gonna go home and probably binge this. We can go back and do it. I'm gonna go home and probably binge this whole show this weekend. I used to teach high school English in like a kind of low-income district, so part of it was that I was reminded of my students, but I just thought it was very interesting. It was not at all watered down. And whenever you hear that Snoop is going to be on TV, you just don't know what it's going to be, right? Is it going to be a serious ESPN docudrama? Or is it going to be him and Martha Stewart cooking weed cookies with Seth (laughs) Rogen? Like, you just don't know. So I was very surprised by how tonally serious it was. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, into it. So I'm definitely a play. I think for people who like Snoop or just like looking at different corners and pockets of American culture... Watch or the show. Like football. Yeah, or like football. There's a lot to like about this show. I mean, I know that this is a very female, uh, probably white inter- like comparison, but I just kept on thinking of Remember the Titans a yeah. little bit. Fair probably because I saw it on TV the other day, and That's then right. I saw this. But You, you know are what? female and you are white. So, so yeah, I just You're entitled me of to that, that opinion. Thank you so much for You're supporting welcome. me in that. I know it's hard to be a white female in America. Well, lately uh, it's hard to be a white female Yeah, in Jeff, shut up. <laughs> um, okay, so... It sounds like for the most part we liked it. I'm interested in everyone's pass or play before we move on to our next segment. Uh, I liked it. I don't think I'm gonna rewatch. I don't think I'm gonna watch another episode. I, I, it's not that I didn't like it. Right. I would recommend it for people, but um, so a, a, probably a pass for me as a, a viewer. But I would press play for other people. Um, okay, should I elaborate on that? No, that's. I mean, yeah, I'll leave that for there and elaborate later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. Same, same as you, D. I mean, I if. 
I don't know, I was dating some guy and he was like, let's binge this. I probably would go, okay, cool. Right. Uh, but me personally, to continue watching it, no. But I think there's a huge group of people that should and, and will continue watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a total play play. Both, yeah. both. I think that uh, this docu-series is important to, to see. I think that it brings just... America, what's going on in America, and the issues that we're dealing with on a regular basis um, to light, and I think that it will put a lot of things in perspective for people that, like me, who is from Canada and doesn't have that perspective, mm-hmm. it, it it's enlightening. Absolutely. And then I also think, too, that because I have like a, a criminal justice, political science background, that it's like feeding to my need to, like, oh, I want to help, too. Hmm, cool. This sort of... Sort of um... Like you just said, social justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bree, are you a pass or play? Um, I'm with Sam and D'Angelo. I'm a pass personally, play for others. Cool. Um, so we always talk about the development a little bit. Um, with the documentary, there's usually not as much to talk about. And this is a smaller show than some of the other stuff we've covered. Along with that, I'm wondering who either in the chat or in our comment section has seen or watched the show because it really wasn't hugely publicized. And it, we'll have a section where we talk about the marketing of this show. But one of the production companies behind this show is First Row Films. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst other things, they've produced some 30 for 30s documentaries on ESPN, which doesn't surprise me. And um, a show called The Journey to Greatness, The Elite 11, and Before They Were Cowboys. So um, there are a number of sports titles in their background, which I think showed because one thing I'm interested in is in terms of its viability or validity as a sports documentary, I thought it was kind of good. Like, I thought the show, I mean, just from one perspective, I thought the show was beautifully shot. Did you guys notice that? I think that's what reminded me of Remember the Titans. Yeah. Those, you know, locker room scenes kind mm-hmm. of things and on the field. I just wasn't sure what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it makes sense now that you said the people behind all the ESPN stuff. Right. They were behind this. I wasn't exactly sure if it was going to be more of a sports thing or a race thing, a cultural thing, like what exactly it was. It's all of those things. Yeah. I, I think I get the vision. I think it's my apprehensiveness towards it is that I've seen it done better. Yeah. I do like the subject and the direction, but it didn't pull me in in a way that like I was like, oh, yeah, they're doing this in a completely different way that I haven't seen. Now, I'm also a person that watches a lot of sports documentaries. So, like, I've, I'm probably a, a tougher critic in this department. Right. You even worked at NFL Network. Right. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I see, you know, I, saw, I see the ins and outs a lot. So Yeah. Is this the show you guys expected it to be when you pressed play? No. Me neither. Coach, yeah, Coach Snoop doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of pictured him on, like, a stage that had, like, a higher stage on it with him standing on it with a big joint being like, play football. Yeah. Well, I liked the, the monologue at the beginning. I think that set the tone. Right, yeah. Because, like you said, there wasn't much advertisement, so it, just, it sets the tone for what we're expecting from him. I think that was probably one of the more powerful things. And I like that he really did make it about the kids. Yeah. You know, he made it about the kids and and his experience growing up relating to that way of life and wanting it to be better and different for them. So I I wasn't expecting, I don't know what I was expecting because I was like, Coach Snoop, he's coaching what? Like Mm -hmm. football, basketball? Like, what are you coaching? So um, I am a big fan of the 30 for 30s and I think that. It was very similar, and I guess 
when you were talking about how like you've seen it done better. I think it I think it has been done better, but I also think that this show is going to attract a specific audience, especially right. if they're uh, living in this community mm-hmm. yeah. um, and or living this way of life, that this is something that they can sit down and, and discuss, and I think that that's important. For some reason, I expected like more of a VH1 style, like a reality show. Like I kind of expected that it would be like kids competing to get on Snoop's football team or something, <laughs> and Snoop would be like, Y'all know I've had a career in rapping, but now I'm going to be a coach. And, like, if you want to be on my team, you've got to get with Coach Snoop. Or something like, you know those VH1 shows I'm talking about, how they're so stylized? A competition. I just pictured something. And I won't ever imitate Snoop Dogg again. Don't worry. (laughs) I just heard it. Was that the imitation? I I thought you missed that. Maybe we just cut that from the video. Um, Snoop, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) We're going live, guys. Um, But... (laughs) What I'm trying to say is it was a much less heightened version than what I expected, especially because other outings with Snoop on television, namely Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner, which is a show that's also way better than you expect it to be. It's just so silly. I think I expected all these weed jokes and there was some of that, but in a much more serious and grounded way. It was a. It's a really interesting project, I think, for him to have done, and most of his stuff is promoted like crazy. And I know we're gonna get into that, but like this wasn't. And he, I think, as they go on, I haven't watched anymore. I don't think he's going to be as involved in a way. I feel like the other characters, or, yeah. you know, people in it are a bigger part because you see he's like FaceTiming at times. He's not always there. He. It almost seemed as though this. I don't want to say a side project because I think that gives a negative connotation to it. But he has a lot of other stuff going on. This right. isn't like two months that he just set aside to 110% do this show. This doesn't like Snoop is definitely a businessman. This doesn't come off as something I'm doing for money. It right. comes off as like I want to bring light to this passion project that mm-hmm. I've always had. And for so sure. I think even now, like when I criticize it, I, I criticize it from like a, a critical like content standpoint, but mm-hmm. from the from the vision and the art of what he's trying to do, I think that's that's what makes this worth watching for sure. Yeah. Go for it, Linda. Yeah. You scare me every time. I know she said she speaks and then she pauses and she's like It's like, all right, make that nicer. I, I see you in your head being like translate that. Yes, I that's the Canadian me that's so true. I think that because so first of all, he's had this um team since 2005 Um, and he's had a a really great success rate so what I did afterwards because you know I'm into the research part of it is I went online and researched a bunch of the stuff um, and I also and I also cheated and and watched a few more episodes. Boo! Yeah. I feel like it's anymore. okay for this kind of show. It was thirty minutes, so I, I felt like I needed to know a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go watch more. And I think that uh, what is great is that it is not about him. And I agree with you, Dee, that it's definitely about the kids, mm-hmm. and it's about it being a passion project, and also uh, making sure that the issues that they face are brought to the community and brought to the world so that mm-hmm. you can really see, like, there are some children that are coming from such poor, challenging. bad, challenging situations. Right. And when they make it out, it really is a big deal, and not just for themselves, for their community. Yeah. There was something... Oh, I wanted to actually got something, too. And I was just going to say, like, the moment that they showed the map and they showed where all the kids are from, yeah. for people that aren't from Southern California or Los Angeles, yeah. like, these are places that can take... 
several hours to get to drive. to downtown Los Angeles. You know, Palmdale, even Long Beach, and yeah. I mean, there's Lancaster. Yeah, yeah, places that are far out. That probably in your state, you're thinking, if I'm going to drive two to three hours, I'm going to like another state right. or a, you know another city. That's a good point. These are it. Just that was what really resonated with me because I know the geography here, and like that's that's a long. It's a, and he gets people to drive them back yeah. every I mean, day. That's huge, and that's amazing. I mean, that's a big price. It's a lot of money for him to pay. <laughs> like a lot of money. Yeah. The thing I was interested in. So, Sam, you were mentioning how Snoop isn't the central focus of the series. Really, it's more his project. What's interesting is that part of the reason that is is because even though he's coached Snoop. This even just the West Coast League has twelve different teams, right. so he can't coach all of them. It's more like he's the GM of the entire league, mm-hmm. which isn't quite the right terminology. But the thing I don't understand is they have a national championships. They were saying this year it's in Houston. Is that just within their league? Because in this first episode we saw who was it was Lawndale versus Seattle. Yeah, yeah Washington. Yeah. So like, I mean, that's just like a, how leagues work. So. You have your conference play for most of the year, but usually you play people who are outside of your conference like beforehand just to get a – sometimes you do it to play like tougher competition that you Mm -hmm. wouldn't play usually, stuff like that. So that's they went to Seattle because that team is like nationally ranked. So – but they wouldn't – that team would not be eligible for the national championship. Not for their national championship. Okay, got it. Okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, But the thing that was interesting – so, Linda, you're talking about just giving us a different picture of America. The – I can say confidently I was raised differently than the kids in this show. (laughs) And I think it's very, very interesting that the show isn't just about the kids, but it's about three different components of their life, right? It's about the kids, it's about the coaches, and it's about the parents. And we got a very interesting insight into the both coaching and parenting styles of these communities. How did you guys feel about the documentary's kind of um, unfiltered portrayal of these different pockets of poor America? Um, are we going to talk like coaching the family, or are we just talking about it together? We can talk either. What what jumps out at you first? Like, what's your strongest? Is, the, co- the assistant coach yeah. is, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> off the chain. I think that he uh, his language is unacceptable to yeah. me. I feel like and off I, the chain is a good thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, with We've the, got with the lingo Linda. these days, you know, oh, of the, the kids, is a good thing. I don't know. Oh. I, I think it's, it's okay. A bad let thing. me well, be clear. In Canada, I think is it a good that thing? That he is terrible. <laughs> I think that his language is terrible. I think that his heart is in the right place, yes. but he needs to control himself. Con- yeah, not only control himself. Remember that he's a role model, and he's in a role model position. And even though he's like, that's how I talk, and that's how. They um, interact with me and listen to me. They're seeing that this is how you present yourself as a Mm -hmm. man. And when he got kicked off the plane for acting a fool, (laughs) it's because you talk ridiculous. The way you act is ridiculous. And I just think it's not okay. I I mean, okay, first of all, that entire thing of uh, them getting kicked off the plane, I thought of so many things. I mean, I thought of meet the parents. I thought <laughs> I thought of, you know, like my family at the airport. I mean, I don't know. Like it it but it made me I was like, okay, this actually happened. I believed it. They wouldn't purposely like get kicked off of a plane. But there were moments when, you know, the uh, mother was talking about the coach and all of his behavior. I don't know. I, I This is either really real 
or it's like staged mm-hmm. and she's like talk about the coach the coach just did something bad and i in my head heard the producers kind of like trying to create Meeting a storyline yeah so i wasn't sure i don't know i mean well to linda's point i like just kind of growing up in that and like playing football and stuff like that we definitely had coaches like that yeah and i feel like a lot of people Especially, you know, the exposure that we get growing up. Like, you need sometimes you need that voice. Now, if that's your only coach, I would yeah, that would be crazy. But they have those. It seems like they had other level headed coaches, mm-hmm. and some people need that. Like, you gotta have like it's like three three figureheads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I feel like it's okay for him to be like that. Is he turned up? Like for sure. Like <laughs> probably too much. But that's I feel like that's relatable to some because that's kind of how they feel. You know what I mean? And that's why I don't have a problem with his communication style because I know like maybe not me personally but I know people that wouldn't have been able to respect anyone unless they talked Mm. to them like that because that's how we talked so that's like why I I think it's an interesting conversation Mm -hmm. and like I don't think I don't know if the mother played it up or not but I definitely know parents that that would be disturbed by it but it's definitely a reality for sure but I just want to add also, though, where these kids are coming from, where they probably, you know, like they hear about so-and-so shot so-and-so, there's a lot of gun violence, there's just a lot of violence in general. Hearing someone say the F word yelling at you, I mean, that's... I, I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, I mean, yeah, I, and it, just like even if it's not ge- geographically speaking, we were cursing at thirteen and fourteen. I was cursing right. at thirteen and fourteen years old. Like, I mean, the, to say, oh, they don't need to hear that is the assumption that they're not talking like that already. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think the bigger issue though is trying to figure out if it's so like the going back to the plane thing that Linda was saying, like that he is a role model that him handling a situation like that is now teaching these kids yeah. this is how you should handle these kind of situations. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. For sure. And then I think that it's it's hypocritical to say in the beginning in the monologue association by affiliation. So it can't just be about like no gangs and the drugs and all of that if you're associating with that, you're affiliated with that. If you're associating with a coach that cusses and runs amok and, and, and all that, well then you're affiliated to that and you're going to think it's okay. And, and sorry, one last thing. You're fine. Also. No worries. Um, if you're trying to get them out of the situation and trying to show them a different way, which is what the show says it's about, then you need to show them a different way. If that's what they see all the time and that's how they, they are and that's how other people talk to them, then if you're trying to show them a different way, then be different. Right. I'm, like, somewhere in between everyone here. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for me, he was my favorite character, because documentaries have characters, in the episode, because he was kind of complicated. And the thing that I liked was I almost felt like in the same way that Snoop is trying to create a community for kids to learn and grow, he also put his buddy, who he knows is kind of maybe a broken dude, and give him a, pr- a place to learn and grow, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like this coach had as much learning to do about the way to be the best man you can as these kids did, which I thought was so interesting. And it's almost like Snoop is giving his own peers opportunities to grow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for me, it wasn't so much the language that bothered me. I thought it was kind of funny. And <laughs> D, I think that you're right that some kids respond best to that kind of authority, whether or not that's right. I was bothered by how he played such a victim in that plane situation, because at least the way things were recalled, yeah. it was an example of how sometimes people can be seemingly self-defeatist and you wonder is your inability and i'm not everyone to judge but in any community rich or poor Mm. 
a lot of times people get in their own way. And I was like, I wonder if this is the kind of guy who maybe has occasionally gotten in the own way of his success. Yeah, but but one that also maybe this situation wasn't what he said it was. Right. But in the past, he has had many situations where he's just been a black man and he's been pulled aside and been treated like crap because of that. And, you know, they have camera crews here. Like, I do understand his idea of automatically feeling on the defensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's Ever since uh, I've watched the show Unreal, which is like a, a drama scripted about a reality show, I, I think about the producers now because that's what the show is about, the producers behind the show. So I think about the producers behind this documentary. Like, what did they have to do with this whole plane situation? Regardless, they, they must have lost some money, so it couldn't have been purposeful for right. them to get off that plane. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit embarrassing also. I just like how we then we saw a cutaway to Snoop and he's like, yeah, my boy, he doesn't always get it right, but they got on that plane. And I was like, you know, how cool. Snoop is not only the head coach to these kids, but he's also the head coach of these coaches. And I was just like, I like Snoop. That was like what I came with. I was like, I really like Snoop Dogg. You already like Snoop Dogg. I know. (laughs) I just like, this is a cool example of him being kind of a patriarch and like, I just think it's really cool. I'm a leader. Yeah, and I liked how we had some complicated children and some complicated adults. And I really think there's some genius that Snoop is creating a learning environment for everyone there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I think that like the single mo- Max's mom, the mm-hmm. single mom, um, I think that that was an important twist in the show as well, and and how you know she really does baby him. He's 14 years mm-hmm. old, and he's getting bullied at school at, on the, on the football team, not just at school. And I thought it was it was interesting that. Snoop was able to say, hey, listen, we're going to toughen you up. You can't mm-hmm. be smiling and waving at people in the streets. you got to like toughen up a little bit, and we're going to let you toughen up on this team. So yeah. I thought that was a good dynamic as well. Yep. What I really liked about Max, though, was he had this kind of like monologue, you know, where he's talking about his father and how he just left, That's and he, he doesn't know if he's dead or doesn't even care. And that whole thing... That got me. I think I almost started crying yeah. just because, you know, hearing that perspective from a child, like you've heard it from the mother, you know, he doesn't pay alimony. He doesn't come around. He doesn't do anything to help the family. But the kid saying, like, he doesn't even know if I'm alive and he doesn't care. And hearing that is kind of what made me, I'm like, this is a character I'd like to follow mm-hmm. and like to see grow. If I were to continue watching the show, would be for him to kind of see him develop. And it's just sad, and but it's beautiful to watch. And I know that I'm sure he will continue to be shaped by these by these men and by the team. Mm-hmm. And, that, and everybody loves that. So, yeah. Because I cheated a little bit. So the, the format of, of all the episode is is you have a flashback uh, by Snoop Dogg that parallels to whatever is going on with the the kids. And then he does, like, his own voiceover. And then they follow the team through practices and game. And then each episode focuses on one kid on the team. Oh, cool. Mm. Oh, so this was Max's episode? Mm -hmm. No, that's it? No! (laughs) I mean, you see him, but then you see the next... You see the next person that they really focus on in their background and and what they're going through. I just the thing I like about this show is: Did you guys ever expect to have a conversation like this when I pitched Coach Snoop as our show? Right, no, definitely not. And so that's cool. I mean, it shows that I think Snoop makes meaningful choices in the way he kind of pursues pop culture. And yeah, I just think based on what I expected the show to be, I was very like pleasantly surprised. (laughs) And I appreciate the fact that it seems to be a pretty honest look 
at a version of America that doesn't always get its story told. Because even the Hollywood versions of these stories are sometimes bullshit, too. Yeah. You know? So, like, to make it a docuseries probably seems like a much more honest portrayal of this than something that Steven Spielberg would direct, you know? Yeah, definitely a story by someone who experienced it. Right. That's what's cool about it, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I feel like Snoop is doing this a lot. And I, I don't know, have you guys seen Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner? I've seen, seen a couple. Yeah. Snoop is an extremely evolved human being. Yes. <laughs> like, if time travel is possible and real... Snoop is just going in between. I mean, he knows everything. Yeah. Like he's he's hopping decades. Like Snoop's just popping in. I think he's great. He's almost like like a beacon of the past thirty years. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, he's kind of done everything. Yeah. And occupied corners of pop culture. Like it's interesting that like my mom knows who Snoop is, <laughs> but he got famous from gangster rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like my grandma probably does too, because she knows who Martha Stewart is. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Can yeah. you imagine how much he's he's lived through and how much he's done to come to this point? It's it's actually phenomenal. Millions of it. years through time travel. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like just between like the whole gang and the drugs and and like you said, uh, gangster rap. And then, You've seen him evolve as a human being. I mean, yeah, you, for you sure. Expect, you grow yeah. up. You've seen him grow up, and yeah. now this phase of his life, he's giving back, which I think is amazing. Because yeah. how many people that you know who's had longevity in Hollywood are actually giving back in such a meaningful way? Right. I just think when we look back at like the sort of pop cultural figures, be them celebrities, musicians, whatever, who kind of stand the test of time, and like our kids are aware of. I kind of think Snoop will be one of them. Absolutely. Like, for sure, like, obviously, like, Oprah and... But I feel like Snoop is kind of quietly a mainstay of our pop culture in a yeah. way that I think is really admirable. Yeah. Um, like, the thing with Martha and Snoop's Pollock Dinner that I liked was the show was really about companionship and having cultures meet and yeah. have conversation and, like... Snoop would always usually bring in, like, a rapper like Wiz Khalifa, and Martha Stewart would bring in, like, Alice and Janney, and the four of them would cook. And even, like, in the pilot, they made fried chicken, but, like, at the end of the episode, they're like, what's cool about fried chicken is um, the early settlers, the early white settlers in America brought the poultry components, but then the African immigrants to our country were the ones who brought the herbs and spices, so it's the perfect blend of culture and American food. And it's just like, this is the show we need right now. It's yeah. like... Scream, we're not racist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you can appreciate that, though. For sure. I just feel like Snoop is trying, he's trying to access as many corners of pop culture as he can and really do good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think we like the show. I knew I would like it more after I talked to you guys. Yeah. This happens so many times. I'm like, Jeff, why? I don't want to talk about this show. And yeah. then I, I go out and I'm like, I think I might watch this show. Except for, right. Except for Godless. Except that for was, Godless. That was, that was the one. Oh, which one? The, the Western. Uh, the Western. Oh, that yeah, one. That and bad. I mean, the one that I keep on seeing the ads for that just. Which I, one? The one you loved, Jeff. Oh, oh Together. Love together. Love. Oh, yeah, together. Love together. Oh, Still yeah, watching it. So... Um, <laughs> any last thoughts on Coach Noop? I think it's great. Um, I think that they should have promoted it more, Mm -hmm. and I don't really know why. There are certain things on Netflix that once you really start searching what they're suggesting you, and then, I don't know, I have some time. So I, you know, bop around, and then you find things. But there's also things that are heavily promoted, and this is Snoop Dogg, so I'm not really sure why they didn't. Yeah, it's weird. And I don't know what the marketing is around Netflix shows. Like, why do some get completely marketed and others don't and you kind of stumble upon it i think it's it's i did hear a rumor that netflix is gonna be not promoting their shows as much anymore why i sense that i think it's like more of like a word of mouth kind of thing because you always see it when you open up your netflix page like there's gonna be new shows that pop up that you see that you're like huh rather than like 
promote it, promote it, promote it. Got people it. like, I don't know. I, I don't, get that as a marketing strategy because... Netflix could get away with that. Right. Sure. Yeah. How do you guys hear about the best? When there's so many things, when there's a new show every week, how do you guys pick That's them? True. Everything Friends. is word of mouth. Friends. Yeah. 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 And Netflix has the ability and time to let shows catch on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stranger Things wasn't a hit until three months after it came out. Mm. But it, that show is going to be a hit no matter what because mm. it's Stranger Things. So <laughs> I actually get that model. Yeah. Because come to think of it, I really haven't seen much Netflix promotion. Period. I think it's always been our criticism. Yeah. I will say, sometimes I think they're pushing mm. the stuff that's not as good. Like, I feel like the posters I am seeing, I'll check out the show or the movie, and I'll think, like, hmm, maybe Netflix is pushing this because they knew word of mouth wasn't going to carry this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you are right. You are right about that. But I just sometimes feel like I know. I knew, especially Snoop Dogg being involved in a project in Netflix, you yeah. think, I'm sure there was a deadline article somewhere, right. but I never saw it, and yeah. I don't remember it, so... Yeah. Well, I would be interested to see what you guys in the comments think of Coach Snoop. Um, I doubt we'll be running an after show for this, but we do have a Netflix news show, and likely they at least mentioned it at some point. It's really good. I actually subscribe to our Netflix news podcast, and it's four very smart, very entertaining panelists who will talk all things Netflix. So check that out. Guys, this is weekly TV pilot reviews. <laughs> whatever. It's been a long day. It's okay, guys. Jeff has a beard now. He's just adjusting. You can do whatever you want to do. You can say whatever you want to say. i got a beard now. Um... <laughs> And nice. this is a show where we talk about what, pilots every week. What, you look like a Backstreet Boy. What show is this again? But like after I'm dancing the, for those who are watching. Like it. Backstreet, back, all right. Um, I'll the let two the white people in the room. I love Backstreet Boys. I love Backstreet Boys. I was Backstreet Boys over sync all day. Yeah, it's for sure. Actually, sync. Um, but we'll be here every week, guys. We do pilots. Today we reviewed Coach Snoop. Let us know what you thought, because I think, at least for me, the show is much better than I thought it would be. Hmm. D'Angelo, where can they find you? Guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at D'Angelo TV or on Instagram at D'Angelo. You guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43, on Twitter and Instagram at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. All across social media, Linda is so girly. Brianna Phipps, don't let us hang. Hey guys, you can find me, bphipps14, on Twitter and Instagram. Bye, see you next week. Deuces. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.